Good morning. I'm Heather Fay, and this is my morning monologue, One Woman's Health Journey. I am back on track. I did very well yesterday. Um, so yay. I did not let those two days turn into three days and then three months and then the rest of my life. So I'm happy about that. And, uh, you know, a lot of great things happened yesterday. I was finally victorious over the fly that's been trying to take over my room for the last few days. That just one of those really annoying buzzy flies, I finally killed him. I finally took him by surprise and got him. So there might be some animal rights activists that take issue with that, but it was the buzzy kind, okay? what? It was the buzzy kind. Anyways, it felt good to get that annoyance out of my life. So what did I eat yesterday? I did something I think I got kind of smart. I sauteed up some onions and I cooked some tuna steaks uh, for dinner last night. And I made enough so that I could just do a quick reheat at lunchtime today. So I have like a pre-ready made to go meal for lunchtime. Never tried tuna snake, uh, tuna snakes. I've never tried tuna steaks before. They are quite bland, if I'm being honest. There's not a whole lot of flavor. I maybe got to learn how to cook them up a little better. Also, they came from frozen, and I didn't really defrost them properly. anyway. So probably if I did them from not frozen, but just from like refrigerated raw, I could put some seasoning and stuff on them next time. They might be better. But not even the teriyaki could save, make it a more exciting flavor, honestly. But I feel like it's a healthy meal choice, so I'm going to have that again for lunch today, plus a little spinach salad that I like to make. And what else did I eat yesterday? I can't even remember what I ate earlier in the day, but it was a wheat-free situation. I've been thinking, I wonder if there's any connection between wheat and fungal infections on the body. And I'm thinking of... I think it's Candida. Um, as I look this up on my computer on Google here, let's find out. But, which reminds me, I did do a walk this morning. I actually did two walks. Um, one of them, I was with my friend Jen, so I didn't do a monologue. The other one, it just was like quite windy out. And I thought, I always feel like that just sort of is so distracting from the actual monologue, just hearing the wind that I decided I would record later, as I am now doing. Let's see, according to Healthline.com, seven symptoms of candida overgrowth plus how to get rid of it. Let's find out. I'm sure it will ex explain what candida is. Ah, many types of fungi live in and on the human body, including the genus of yeasts known as candida. Candida is typically found in small amounts in the mouth and intestines and on the skin. I'm bringing this up because I have problems with fungus, which I know makes it sound like I'm just like a walking sort of poison oak looking fungal, like little bits here and there. It's never anything atrocious to look at. Let's just say I'm not like a walking fungus around, but I get them. They come and go. Typically, it's like a an athlete's foot that I have to deal with, which by the way, I don't even know why only happens on my right foot. I get it on my right foot. My left foot's like always perfectly fine. Um, getting personal here, maybe TMI. I did have a massive case of jock itch over the summer. It never fully left me. 
So I just portaled my doctor on it last night. He actually got right back to me. He said, that looks like candidas something or other. And he prescribed me like an extra strong antifungal thing. But then I was remembering, I was thinking back to a time I knew a girl who had candida. And she had to stop eating, I believe it was wheat. I believe it was wheat. She had to completely eliminate that out of her diet. And that's what resolved it. So I'm going, is wheat feeding fungal infections? Like, am I going to get rid of that stuff if I, if I stop eating it? Okay, so below are a few factors. We're in the healthline.com uh, article again here. Below are a few factors that can lead to candida overgrowth. Uh, wait, back up, back up. Um, at normal levels, the fungus is not problematic. However, when candida begins to grow uncontrollably, it can cause an infection known as candidiasis. In fact, candida is the most common cause of fungal infections in humans. Oh my God, I'm learning. Okay, below are a few factors that can lead to candida overgrowth, taking antibiotics, which I have not done recently at all. Eating a diet high in sugar and refined carbs, boom, yep, that's, that's the one for me. That's the one that's probably doing it. Uh, high alcohol intake, not a problem for me. I really don't drink. I drink maybe once a year on the holidays. I like to have like a little Kahlua. I've actually got alcohol still hanging around in the house that I never got to. It's probably going to be here till next Christmas. Although I'm trying to pawn off these like Bud Light seltzers. We have some kind of alcoholic seltzer. They're awful. They're just awful. I did not enjoy them at all. I've still got the whole box. No idea what to do with that. A weakened immune system. I don't think that is a problem for me. Taking oral contraceptives, no. Diabetes, I hope not. High stress levels could be a factor, but I'm going to lean on that eating a diet high in sugar and refined carbs. I really think that's that's probably what's doing it for me. I mean, this is just fascinating to me. I don't know if it's of interest to anyone else, but the article explores seven symptoms of candida overgrowth and how you can treat it. So they're talking about oral thrush, tiredness and fatigue. Oh my gosh. Wow. I wonder if I should get checked for this because I have been, even though I've been getting pretty good sleep, that's a lie. I'm up half the night all the time with my daughter. Okay. I can't really take that into consideration because I don't have a really set uh, sleep schedule that keeps me on a regular basis. So, okay, well, we're going to skip that one. Recurring genital or urinary tract infections. No for me, unless you count the jock itch. TMI. Thanks for listening. Digestive issues. No, don't really have a problem there. Sinus infections. Not for a while. Skin and nail fungal. Okay. Now I do have some, some history of uh, nail fungal infections in my toenails. So I wonder, I wonder if going off of the wheat and the processed foods, joint pain is the seventh one. All right, I'm not going to get into it any deeper than that. It does give some uh, how to fight candidiasis. I'm pronouncing it wrong, undoubtedly. Oh, oh, look at this. Okay, uh, the food you eat plays an important role in maintaining the balance of good and bad bacteria in your gut. Refined sugars, carbs, and high lactose dairy products, God, no, don't make me get rid of dairy, can encourage candida and other, quote, bad microorganisms to grow. Uh, let's go on. If you require medication, speak to your healthcare provider. Solid advice. But here are some garlic. Garlic can help. Coconut oil. Curcumin. Test tube studies indicate that curcumin 
may kill candida yeast or at least reduce their growth. What's curcumin? How do you... Uh, turmeric and curcumin... Just clicking on the link. Okay, it's some sort of root or spice. It's Okay, curcumin is a natural anti-inflammatory compound. Where does it exist in nature? Oh, they have a lot of good things to say there, like it's powerful as hell. They don't actually go on to say what it is or where it's available in nature, and I feel like this might be dragging on, so I'm going to skip that part. But uh, looky here, other things, xylitol, aloe vera, pomegranate, kombucha. Ooh, see... I love me some kombucha. I really do, but it's got the caffeine, which you know I'm trying to stay away from. Probiotics. Probiotics help reduce candida. Okay. Anyways, I didn't really intend to go on that whole tangent there, but that was interesting for me to find out about, and I think that uh, I can actually help myself in many more health ways than I realized by cutting out wheat also, refined sugar needs to go. But, like, honestly, by default, when you cut wheat out of your diet, you cut, like, 90% of processed anything out of your diet because almost all of it seems to have wheat in it. So I'm not going to go super hardcore yet. I'm going to just try to get to a point where I can go, like, let's say just a couple of months without eating wheat. I'd like to be able to do that, just have it not be something I do or I don't fall back on on a weekend witness last weekend's debacle whatever. Moving on. What else? I've kept some notes here. Um, oh, speaking of seltzer, by the way, if you've got a Wegmans store near you, go and get the Wegman brands, black cherry vanilla seltzer. That stuff's good. It's alcohol-free. It's sugar-free. It's just like carbonated water with a little bit of flavor in it. He, at the age of 40 that I am now, I am very surprised to find myself doing adulty things. I know it's weird. And one of those is drinking carbonated water that has no sugar in it. I massively enjoy this beverage. And I did not when I was a young kid, like teenager, early 20s, barf, get that away from me. It's like my complete jam now. It's amazing. Um, one more thing about health goals. I've talked about this a bit before. I do want to try to up my stamina for running and jogging. I actually used to be an avid jogger. I used to get up like every morning. This was in my 20s before kids when I was still quite fit. And I would just go for a couple miles of a jog. And, you know, that was nice. I'd like to get back to that. Um, and I might train for this five miler coming up in June. I'm still thinking about it, but I don't know. But the whole reason that I want to try to do that is because my little Charlie is getting so fast now. She wants to run everywhere. We tried to go on a little walk yesterday. It was a run. I was so winded and dying uh, on this thing. And I was just like, I'm going to need to get my stamina up on this if I'm going to keep up with her. Because I don't quite trust her not to just run out into traffic. She hasn't shown us that she takes precaution around moving vehicles. So, you know, that's something I've always got to watch for. Anyways, so there's that. Uh, and the last thing I wanted to talk about is just meals in general. Like I'm trying to eat healthier meals, but I'm not a kitchen person. Like I'm not, I, I would love to be one of those people that's just like makes these fancy things with all the ingredients and the three different ways that you cook it getting there. And like, 
amazement and then it's delicious afterwards. And I'm just not, I don't, I, I say I don't have the time. I think it's the reality of it is I just don't have the patience for that. I don't have the interest to do a massive meal. I do it sometimes. Sometimes I get into it, but it goes in fits and starts. Like on just a daily basis, like I look at my mom, I look at my grandma. They love doing stuff like that. They're all the time in the kitchen cooking. They've all got the meals planned out. And, and I just, I wish that I could do that. The one and only thing I've got going for me is that I'm not, even though I don't do anything fancy, I'm not that bad at it. Like I can cook a, a decent meal. It's not like everyone's choking and dying on what I've cooked. I mean, I've done some duds. Don't get me wrong. That happens. But all in all, it's pretty bearable and sometimes actually quite tasty what I can come up with in the kitchen. So I'm not like absolutely horrible at it. I just don't, I don't know. It doesn't wet my whistle. My brother, on the other hand, loves that stuff. I think he does the cooking at um, for his family just because he's loves doing it and is incredibly good at it. Uh, that's the one thing I do whenever we get to catch up because he lives a few thousand miles away from me. I'm always making him cook me things. One year on my birthday when we were kids growing up, I said, I just want you to make me donuts, homemade donuts. That's what I want from you for my birthday. And I ordered him to make me donuts. He's my little brother. I can do that. And he did, and they were fantastic. He's just so gifted at it, but he loves it. He's he's a welder by trade, but he really considered going to culinary school and getting into that. Pro I don't know. It might be a hard business to break into. I mean, he's got a solid career behind him now as a welder, but... Um, anyways, yes, that's my brother, who, by the way, if you're interested at all, I do have a podcast I do with my brother. It's called The Politics Free Podcast, politics hyphen free, meaning we don't talk about politics. I do sometimes get into little hot topic items on this monologue podcast, but in that one, we try to steer clear of all of that as much as we can. So at any rate, if you want to hear what I sound like with my brother, it's basically just us arguing I pretty much I've been editing a lot of the episodes we have recorded. We just it's like, no, I disagree. Blah, 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 blah. Even though it's not political, it's just sibling stupidness. But we enjoy it. At any rate, I say that a lot, don't I? At any rate, you could play a drinking game with how many times I say at any rate in any given episode, probably. Um, anyways, I've got a big day ahead. I've got to go to the store. I've got to go to the library. I've got to do some massive laundry catch up. Got to, got to tackle that. That's been, oh, I'm just making myself sound like an unhygienic person. I don't often let it get this bad, but it's this bad right now. And I got to go take care of that. So I will get this episode up to you guys. I hope you're doing good on your health journey and I will talk to you tomorrow.